0: I can't see it. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we on? I hit the live button. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... I can't see it. Hello, friends, and welcome to the virtual show, the your only late-night oh, VR talk show. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good uh, yeah, friend, so... Roots. Roots, it's mayhem <laughs> my friend bedlam
1: yeah mayhem bedlam uh we actually have it we we, i we we actually made the mistake of listening to dave station vr and (laughs) we made the we made the jump over to uh to discord it's set up now so everything's good that's what the delay was we apologize for the delay it was worth it as virtual strangers for all you nine or ten people that actually stuck around and didn't say you know like all the the casuals that left already we appreciate you
0: yeah, so uh, we, I do think that the Discord setup is going to be much better, uh, but we have to find a way that I know when the countdown timer ends. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you signaled me that you were switching to the countdown timer, and I guess I could count in my head, but uh, that doesn't really work because when I look at YouTube, uh, there's a delay going on, so mm-hmm. I really don't know when I went live, which is uh, the reason why I went like a deer in the headlights there for a moment
1: yeah absolutely well uh wolveraza says yay radio run says you're on spry guy says he made it and meow the gamer cat says yay for us and techno glitch <laughs> just says hello uh, there's well, a- uh
0: hello 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 friends in chat and uh, i'm glad you stuck around and you're going to be glad that you stuck around because we have a hell of an episode for you tonight we're finally going to do it we're finally going to dump jump in we're going to dump in we're going to dump all over this game <laughs> now we're going to jump in to the topic that people have been asking about uh the most over the course of the last week and that is sniper elite vr and uh you know it's been a while since we had one of these games which is a high profile release that we've been waiting on for a very long time uh so you know it's kind of a special occasion and to mark the occasion we brought in a little bit of help so joining us right now live via satellite uh from the oculus quest 2 community on facebook you all know a mash daddy himself eric masher uh joining us now hello eric thanks for uh joining us
2: awesome thanks for having me guys i appreciate
0: it all right
1: yeah
0: i'm sorry i'm sorry it's going to take a minute to get uh back used to doing a three-man show huh
1: yeah yeah it's definitely uh (laughs) definitely a little bit more difficult uh, to just pop in when the other person stops talking for sure
0: anyway I, I think that um you know it's justified right because this is a big release um and uh you know a lot of people have a lot of different things to say about this game so uh you know we, we're doing our best here to to represent uh from all aspects. On this game so like uh, i know i mainly played on the pc version but i got some time in on the quest as well uh, i'm assuming that roots uh did much the same of what i did but eric uh is coming from a bit of a different perspective uh eric you played it on playstation vr as well as the the quest version is that correct
2: i actually played all three yeah i played the oh. psvr i played it uh i played the probably like three or four missions on the uh the rich store version or the, the link store version and then uh then i played like five or six missions there actually no seven missions on the quest
0: oh, shit. Well, that's great so, so we should be able to hit this thing from uh from all sides and uh, roots you know who loves it when you hit it from all sides <laughs> my
1: mom oh yeah she does man she's so she like yeah you know she even would i i think she would even come after johnny five robots <laughs> are off not off limits no
0: he's ne- he's never felt so alive huh
1: <laughs> that's right
0: <laughs> anyway uh looking forward to this talk been looking forward to it for a week now and uh ready to jump right into it but before we do that let's kick it off the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat and uh root you said it um, a moment ago it's kind of the the og rider dies hanging out in the chat while we sort through our technical issues uh wolveraza radio rep meow meow the gamer cat Onikaze stopping by as is techno glitch um and uh i think the the further we'll scroll up we scroll up we'll find out who ditched right
1: yeah well what's funny that's what's funny i was gonna say like there's some people out there we know who you are that just ditched out that said you know what roots west mash you guys aren't important enough uh, to stick around and uh I, i'm a i choose to not be offended i'm not gonna be offended so.
0: it's, it's not like it's one o'clock in the morning or anything yeah
1: that's true well for you guys i see and this is my thing this is my guilty thing member this is for you um and i agree alien kara no disassemble um the coffee okay now you're saying why roots why are you drinking coffee at 11 a.m. p.m um yeah i got the show i want to i want to be awake for the show but i want to be able to not be able to sleep so that I can go back into Returnal. I've got an excuse, um, because I guarantee if I can't sleep, that's what I'll be doing. Uh, Or going back between that and Ratchet and Clank, which are both amazing games in their own rights. And um, uh, you know what's funny, Wes, a small thing about Returnal, and you'll get this, and I guess you might get it as well, Mash. I was running around Returnal, and I didn't understand why I couldn't get the tether. I couldn't tether, um, because I saw a video where the, the things for the tethering, so I started noticing them i don't have the tether yet bro i got it on ratchet and clank <laughs> that game's so similar in a lot of ways and so i was tethering around going through these portals and i i guess i got the games mixed up so it's crazy
0: yeah so so that's right a big congratulations are in order for our friend roots here because he did finally procure his playstation 5 uh and you know it's kind of funny the timing of it all because um the day that he got his PlayStation five roots sent me a message to let me know that his graphics card in his computer was, uh, messed up, uh, strange timing for your PC VR to go down (laughs) right when uh, you get your PlayStation five. And then all of a sudden on show day, everything starts to work again magically.
1: Yeah. That's what was crazy. Like, I don't know. And I'm still a little sketched. I was telling mash about this before the show. I, I didn't know. I, um, I, Okay, so I went my video card started making a noise, started uh stopping and starting one of them. And everything I read said that means your video card's going out, probably the bearings or something. It was making this weird noise. So I removed it, I cleaned off the dust and I put it in a box. And well, they wanted me to reproduce it on video so they could see what was happening. I stuck it in and everything's perfect. And so I can only assume that maybe it was somehow loose, one of the cables was loose. The dust that was in there was interfering. Either way, my card's working again because I was trying to figure out how to do a show um with a uh, integrated graphics card from a eighty seven hundred K Skylake or it Skylake or Comet Lake. I don't know what they're. No, are. no, it's the one Comet Lake or Lake. whatever. Yeah, but well, it yeah, it
2: shows you two uh, things. Though, right? It shows you two things. It says PC gamers have to be knowledgeable, tinkerers. And, and it makes you know why console gamers and quest gamers love these platforms yeah there's no
0: there's no jank. yeah no none right like you can just play you can just play on consoles and i consider oculus quest 2 to be kind of like vr's console um you know a lot a lot to be said about their stringent um quality policies maybe a little too much in some situations but at the end of the day no one can argue with the results uh, it's nice to just be able to pick it up and go right
1: yep absolutely two things spry guy says is it a coincidence that johnny five is on the show on the day the walkabout mini golf releases on steam uh, it is not a coincidence we coordinated that months ago um <laughs> did
2: you get it spry guy did you buy it you and said you were gonna wait and buy it
1: yeah you're gonna buy it I mean, radio run is screaming mash needs to be louder but i think if you're la- i think uh, it maybe it's just there's an echo or it's it's not an echo but it's a little bit echoey so it it's harder to understand, but if you get too much louder, it's gonna to be too hard for my loud for my ears. Maybe I just have my my volume up too loud. So.
0: Anyway, with uh, with regards to your graphics card, uh, at least now, um, I mean, at least something good came out of the experience. It was a learning experience. Now you know that if you're going to enter in an RMA, that EVJ is going to EVGA is going to ask you to reproduce it on camera and while that might not be the easiest thing to do on second try on when it starts happening now you know mm. um and uh and while maybe you weren't able this time to, to reproduce it on camera uh do you know who has no trouble at all reproducing on camera mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> My mom! oh she loves it um so yeah mash i guess turn it up a little bit because uh alien care space denizen um Everybody is like, dude, turn that shit up. Um oh god. Okay. How about now guys? Oh <laughs> that's a little uh what do you guys
0: think? Is it too loud for you, Wes? Uh it sounds I mean it, it is loud, but it sounds okay. It's not like hurting my ears or anything. So well uh, yeah, it's all good. It's kind of uh it's just part the of the process. deal.
1: Well, and in in Mash's defense, he just set everything up in the last like
0: I, I literally
2: years. Roots walked me through everything like two hours before the show.
1: Except right. the microphone. Except the microphone. <laughs> do you, do you,
0: <laughs> you, you can't have, take uh, credit
2: for that crap hole. Uh,
0: do you have uh, a dedicated mic or are we using webcam mic? No, I'm using a,
2: a, a dedicated mic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Oh. Uh, so anyway, uh, enough jibber jabber. Let's get into mm-hmm. it. Sniper Elite VR released last Tuesday, I think. Uh, this is a game being published by uh, the longtime developer of uh, the Sniper Elite franchise, uh, Rebellion, but not developed by Rebellion. Important to note here hmm. that uh, they they realize that they aren't VR developers, so they went out there and got Just Add Water to develop this game for them uh, to publish. Thirty um, dollars and available on all major VR platforms. So this game been a long time coming, uh, but I think now that we can see why, th- the fact that they launched this game, not only on PC and PlayStation VR at the same time, but on Oculus Quest as well, uh, all on the same day, I think is a pretty commendable thing, especially when you consider that Oculus Quest really just became a thing for them over the course of the last year.
1: What what are your thoughts, Wes? Do you think, do you like that better? Like, uh, wait a little bit, wait a month later, you know, because there's two different camps, right? Some developers will put it out, and you see it even with some of the games coming out soon. Um, Coming out on Quest, coming out on PS4 or VR, you know, somewhere down the road, you know? Um, Or would you rather everybody wait for three more months and everybody come out at the same time?
0: Well, generally uh, speaking, these games that that do a a cross-platform launch uh, generally tend to have more polish on the uh, PC uh, version anyway. It's not for nothing the the extra time that you have to wait. Uh, Generally, that just adds polish. and, And had they launched on PC first and then we had to wait on these other versions, there's not a doubt in my mind that we wouldn't have the Polished experience that we have today uh, on day one, so uh, it doesn't bother me at all. Eric, what do you think about it? Yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, definitely launch all at the same time. I mean, you got to get everybody playing this game. I mean, it just pisses people off too when you do this stuff, you know?
0: So. Yeah, and and generally, it's it's bigger publishers like Rebellion are the ones who can afford to to wait. Generally, when you see people launch and it's scattered among the, uh, the the different platforms on different days, generally that's because it's a smaller studio, they need to get some cash flow going, so they go to the PC first because that's the easiest one to publish on. Uh, so yeah, but I, I do think that it's a good idea. Uh, I, I think it's interesting that, you know, we're seeing this more from single-player titles than we're seeing it from multiplayer titles, when it would make a lot more sense like the cross-platform launch is the only way to go with a multiplayer or with a uh, multiplayer title, rather. And I'm kind of surprised that we uh, Larsonauts, for example, wasn't ready to go on PlayStation VR. Um, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, yeah. That was that was a big one there. I mean, that was a huge missed
1: opportunity for them.
2: Look at all that player base for PlayStation that you missed out on. I mean, those lobbies would be would be guaranteed they'd be full right now
1: it's the yeah. same thing every time too man we say it every time that a multiplayer comes out we say it needs to do this this and this they don't do any of it and then we're talking about the same scramble of like oh we got to sell it for cheap we got to try to fill up the lobbies I, I don't understand what what these developers are doing it's uh it's driving me crazy personally
0: yeah well also not specifically made uh in my opinion are making the same mistake that solaris made. Uh, when they came and launched as a Oculus exclusive, timed exclusive. Now uh, you know, people are asking, is it gonna be cross plat is it not going to support cross platform play? But in my opinion, it might not matter at this point because even if it does, like uh nobody's gonna be in the lobby by that point. By the time you get everyone uh situate everything situated so that everyone can play together people are going to be done with it because from what i understand the lobbies are pretty uh sparse right now yeah
1: yeah yeah um, i don't uh... but anyway
0: um uh, uh while we're on the subject i guess before we dive into Sniper elite let me ask you eric uh do you think it's a possibility at some point in the future at any point in the future that we might see some kind of a multiplayer update for sniper
2: elite i mean you could do it i mean i i I would love to see co-op i mean we say that about pretty much every game but could you imagine having you got if you had a co-op and you had a partner with you or that partner had to you had to protect him from a sniping position as he moved his way down through the map on the bottom i mean that game is perfect for that or even if you had a spotter somewhere else that was showing you where to shoot or you know, uh, you have to distract a guard over on this side so this other guy can get through. I mean, this this game is made for co-op. I mean, we don't need any more multiplayer games, really. I mean, look at Medal of Honor; that's a multiplayer game, and nobody's playing that.
0: Oh God. Yeah, w- <laughs> yeah. When I was re- talking about multiplayer, it was specifically co-op was what I was thinking mm-hmm. uh, because I agree. I think that this game is uh, perfectly suited for multiplayer. Being it would add new layers to the gameplay you know if you were able from your high ground to lay down cover fire as someone else infiltrated uh it would uh it would just be so much fun uh roots what about you do you think we're going to uh possibly ever see co-op in this game possible
1: i'd love it i'd love them to get some of the guns the way they feel a little bit better first but i, I would love to see co-op um this is my thing what uh mash was just describing i could see myself totally running through um, down below and Wes is picking people off and, and <laughs> protecting me because it's the other way around, Wes, you're screwed, bro, because my sniping <laughs> skills are um it's so difficult to like figure out where they're at and then zoom in. Like I half the time I'm zooming in, I'm like looking at the wall next to him and I'm like, Where is the guy getting shot? You know? Um, I, it's not a good place for you to be down there, bro. Um sam
0: <laughs> Anyway, I I would consider it, uh likely at this point because I don't I don't think honestly uh and, and you know of course I'm a layman, but seemingly it wouldn't you wouldn't have to alter the game very much to uh to make uh the campaign into a co-op campaign. I'm sure the difficulty would have to be adjusted slightly and the uh point system, they'd have to make new leaderboards for it. Uh but beyond that, I mean uh it's kind of it it already seems like a co-op game even though it isn't. Well,
1: do you yeah. think there's any part of the developers that like would be like it's not a co-op game. Like everybody wants a co-op. We always say that every single time, but at some point sometimes um it needs to not be. Now, the biggest thing that I would say that um would lean it towards being more of a co-op game or needing a co-op game was it's like uh, the story was minimal, right? Like there was a good story base, come dragging you through, but it was just certain, you know, a little bit of dialogue and then go on. It wasn't like it was an elaborate thing, right? right. Um, there
0: were no cutscenes. There, there was just narration that tied the levels together, pretty right. much. Right, Absolutely,
1: yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say this is not a story-based um, game. You know what I mean? Not in that respect you know what i mean
0: well um it's interesting it's one of the unique things uh about this game is the the structure of it and uh there's a lot of ingredients that have went in that, that stuff that we're familiar with and stuff that we've seen before but me personally i haven't seen a game put together like this before because uh with regards to the levels and the maps they're all kind of laid out like your typical adventure game, uh, but the gameplay uh, is more of um, well, I mean, there's two sides to the gameplay. You have the gunplay itself, which is kind of more of a sim-style FPS gunplay, but it's uh, it's put into the context of a arcade-style uh, uh, an arcade-style point setup. So, the the actual gameplay, even though there are sim-like factors to it, it's more of an arcade-style game that's set up like a typical story-based adventure. Um, Erica, are you are you familiar with any other titles, flat or otherwise, that have taken this kind of uh, mixed-matched approach? Uh, I mean, to- not,
2: it's so. I mean, I'm trying to think. It's so hard to find one that does both. I mean, it's got like. You know, it's got campaigns like Medal of Honor, but then it's got like the scoring system of Zombie Land almost in it, which are two completely different games. But I have to say, for me, one of the saving graces—I mean, I love this game—but one of the saving graces for this game was the the point system and the leaderboards. I mean, the only reason—the one reason I only made it to like level six or seven in the quest—because I played level three or four, probably five times. Mm-hmm. It was it was level three. I think I, I went back and because I. I'd play it, and I'd get up there in a high score, and then I just, all of a sudden I'd get a notice in Rockulus ah, West just, Lethal Weasel just beat my score. Or Wolverazza just beat my score. So I'm like, all right, now i got to go back in. I'm not going to Mission 6, I'm going back to <laughs> Mission 3, so I can try and beat that score. I mean, I even went to the stupid shooting range five times so I could get the highest pistol score, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's one of the, the my, my most favorite parts of the game was the, and it was such a smart thing to do, and, you know, this is not a military sim shooter. I don't think it tries to be. Um, it, it's 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 got a a mesh of stuff that's just I don't think you've ever seen anything like it, really.
1: Uh Ray yeah, Delator that, I... says Sniper Elite VR made for the Quest made him feel like he was playing a PC VR game. That's how good it was. I now I played most of my time in the PC VR version. Um, as I will admit, but I felt, kind of felt the same way. uh how about you, Wes? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you know we, we'll dive a little bit more into the um into the differences between the platforms in, in a few minutes but yeah i, I have to concur I, I would say that this is probably graphically one of the better looking games on the Oculus Quest 2 i'd put it on par with something like uh in death unchained uh, a very good looking uh game and beyond that uh i think between the PC VR version and the Quest 2 version um that the gameplay was pretty much identical.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: but with regards to what Eric was saying here, I, to me the highlight of the game is the replayability, and a lot of that comes from this point system. And um, you know, it, it's interesting to note, uh, you know, what what a motivation, a motivating factor it is that that point system and those leaderboards are there because initially uh, we only got one key. For this game, uh, so we put it on our shared account. But you know, immediately upon playing it, I felt compelled to um, to to uh, play the game on my own account, just so that my name could be on on the leaderboard and I could get credit for my work. So, um, uh, really quickly, uh, a big thank you out of course, where are my manners? Thank you to Rebellion for um, providing us with, with the review access. Uh, but I can say definitively that, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, you know, I'm playing through it on PC VR, and then I'm going to end up buying it again anyway on PlayStation VR. Um, I don't think I'm going to be done with this game anytime soon. Roots, talk a little bit about uh, how replayable this game is to you.
1: Well, well it's definitely replayable, and uh, especially now that I just found out from Wolveraza that there's a duck button I was trying to, fig- trying to hide behind um i dude i got my ass shot up bro like i just i can't tell you how many times i died i'm getting hit i'm ducking behind cover i'm running back out um it, so for me uh it's definitely going to be replayable because there's an option there um that i didn't know but uh i don't know i say i'm not as big on the uh the leaderboards um i never have been as far as uh what's going on you know, uh, even unless it's like Attica, but even that I, I don't really chase leaderboards. So, um, I didn't play, replay a bunch of missions, uh, like you guys did, but I probably didn't make it as far as you guys did either. Um, cause I was struggling so much with dying. Um, but I, I couldn't believe how good, how much fun it was to snipe with, um, and just the first nut shot. Oh my God, <laughs> dude, watching it. <laughs> It's crazy dude like man it makes you want to shoot people in weird spots that you're not supposed to and uh, yeah cool. and that
0: and that kind of ties into the point system uh, as well and i get what you're saying with regards to leaderboard chasing it isn't always my thing either uh but what i think makes this game unique from other games with leaderboards is um it isn't just about scoring more points for the leaderboard the the points uh, that you score with each shot are a reflection of the difficulty of that shot so kind of uh, you know your score reflects your skill more directly than in a game say like crash land or swarm where you can really rack the points up just through uh, j- just through killing a lot of enemies with this game it's a, it's about making your shots more difficult and pulling it off and uh, that, that was half the fun for for me, um, Eric, uh, the point system is, is very nuanced. Uh, obviously, um, you know, one dimension is what I just talked about with the shot difficulty, but there are other things at play. Uh, each weapon uh, has its own scoring criteria attached mm-hmm. to it with regards to bonus points for different kinds of shots. Um, what do you think about the balance with that? Because I found that even though I really liked the idea of, you know, kidney shots with this gun uh, giving you bonus points or, uh, you know, uh, pistol shots within 10 meters giving you bonus points, I, I felt like the points were maybe a little bit out of balance because if you're playing for a high score, the only way to really get it is, is through uh, long distance sniping Uh, you know using your pistol using the submachine guns uh, always seem to uh, produce very little points for me even if i'd use them and got the bonus points
2: yeah and and those weapons are not anywhere half as fun as using the sniper rifle anyway but but yeah i mean i think one of the rifles is uh a hard shot so it gives you bonus points for a hard shot or one of them gives a, a bonus points for a kidney shot but i mean I just wanted to get headshots. I was trying to get, I, you know, I mean, I found myself just wanting to get as many headshots as I can. And, uh, and I kept the kill cam on as much as I, I mean, I know you can turn it down or even turn it off. And I just love seeing that kill cam. I mean, I I was never real, real big into the, the flat sniper elite. So I know that was in that one. Um, so a lot of people already got to experience that and they don't really care about it now. But I love that headshot and I love watching the headshot. Um, X-ray vision is so cool. But yeah, I, I would just rather—I would rather either turn that—you'd be able to turn that off—to where you don't have to do it that way—and they just give you, you know, usually in a game like that, you get it. it's points, you're getting points for the headshot because it's the hardest shot to get. But if they give you an option to turn that off, I think I, I would rather do it the other way and just get as many headshots as you can.
1: Do you think that, <laughs> that headshot's harder to get than the nut shot? That's pretty damn hard. I had that to hit that bounce off the penis, bro. That was a good shot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's always yeah. not easy.
0: But I th- I like the, the 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 way the the point I, I like the diversity of the point system. I just think it needs to be rebalanced because uh, it, no matter what weapon you use, the typically distance is the main factor in in the scoring. And I don't think that that should be the case if you're holding a shotgun or a pistol or other, some other close range weapon. I think uh, the overall damage should probably count for more than even distance uh, and distance should be more of a, like a multiplier uh with close range weapons
2: yeah definitely
0: uh roots um you know you've been a little bit outspoken about uh and it's not just you Wolveraza some other people uh with the other weapons uh besides the sniper rifle now admittedly this is a game that's built around sniping mm uh the other weapons are just kind of um uh, in most cases just something you're carrying you're not going to use very much but there are levels uh indoor levels close range levels where sniping (coughs) isn't really the um the, the most convenient thing to do what specifically um were your problems with the other weapons
1: uh, actually, I mean, seeing I, I pretty much tried to use the last time I went in, I tried to use every gun. I actually kind of like this gun right here. Um, it's my go-to machine gun. It's the movement of it. Like the guns seem to fire pretty good. I don't know what Wolverazza's problem was with it. Like even especially the pistol, the pistol to me, I thought at least the one I used was great. It, it moved fine. I, I shot it fine, everything. The machine guns fired fine as well. It was like um, when you're taking the, the the gun and you're going back and forth, it was almost like it instead of moving smoothly, it would kind of skip. You could feel like it didn't move smoothly when you moved it around. When you stopped and aimed, it was great. It's just, it, you could just, I felt like moving the, the gun, there was resistance with it. It just didn't feel right. It didn't flow. Um, and, you know, for whatever reasons uh the other people like you said i mean it it really it did make me want to force use the um the sniper uh whereas i might have been more inclined to go with the machine gun because i like to aim and spray so uh you know what i mean so maybe that's the reason for it i don't know did you not notice the same thing i thought that the shooting was good It, It felt they felt fine shooting wise it was just the way they moved around when i moved them around
0: yeah, I, I did not uh, notice that. Now, um, uh, to be honest, the submachine guns are probably the the weapons that I use the least. Uh, and the very first submachine gun that you get is probably my my least favorite of the bunch. It's uh, it, it's very inaccurate, and um, it, it's all, it runs out of ammo way too quickly. Mm. Are you talking about the sideways uh, but, one,
1: my baby? Yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: what? Uh, <laughs> But uh, I, I didn't particularly have a problem with any of the weapons that I use any no no major problems typically when the way I use uh, submachine guns is um, you know I, I shoot them like I would the sniper rifle only I'm using I'm close range without a scope now and instead of just spraying bullets uh, I'm using burst fire to, to kind of try to limit the uh, the recoil uh, so everything kind of worked really well for me That said you know, Sniper rifle, ninety percent of of my usage. Uh, I would say that the silence pistol, probably five percent of my usage, and then uh, you know the uh, the trench gun, probably another two or three percent, and then that that remaining two percent, all the other guns. Uh, Eric, did, did you have any kind of similar issues with the weapons?
2: I mean, not really. I mean, the the PSVR version was a little weird with the pistol using the aim controller, but I mean, it was. It was still okay. Um, the only thing I didn't like with the pistol is you couldn't put both your hands on the pistol.
1: Right. Every time I wanted
2: to two-hand the pistol, I would pull the magazine up. You can't grip it. No, it's so you really had to, you, you had to one-hand the, the pistol. So um, it was, you yeah. know, it's tougher, it's tougher to aim it like that. You know who but, um,
1: else likes to one-hand the pistol? My mom. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does. Man, she's uh, so dirty. I,
0: I, never, I never really tried the two-hand the pistol. Like, I always just kind of naturally aimed one-handed with it. Uh, I did have a little bit of issue pulling the clip out. The, the way that you have to um, put your hands together to actually grip the clip mm. uh, is not comfortable with uh, touch controllers. It just felt a little weird. Now, obviously, I got used to it um, after some time, and I developed the habit of reloading, uh, you know, as much as possible when there's no action going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm never trying to have to, you know, grab that clip in, in the in the heat of the moment um but uh generally with, with the handling and shooting of uh of the pistols submachine guns and shotguns everything felt pretty pretty good to me
1: okay well uh, the
0: shotgun
2: especially i thought the shotgun was pretty was pretty good that was i was mean, it felt cool. pretty good yeah. i liked it
0: yeah it was especially uh when, when you're going through an indoors level where you know sniping just really isn't a an option uh it's nice to have something that'll put put the guys down in one shot right
1: yeah. Yeah, let me let me um, ask you this. What did you guys think um when you tried uh to turn the um the reload off?
0: Uh I didn't try to turn the reload. <laughs> I, was off. I didn't either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I, I turned
1: that shit off, dude, because man, I I'm as much as it's it's amazing, um I don't like single I don't like to have to to reload after every single shot. I know this is going to break people's minds immersion-wise. <laughs> But yeah, he's exactly. This is one thing that I will say for the devs and you can take my advice or not. Um, If you're going to use the auto reload, it's probably better to not have it be visual anymore because watching it do it on its own. That is kind of immersion breaking. Just let me have it reloaded. I don't need to see it. You know what I mean? If I'm turning it off. If I'm turning it off to where I don't manually reload it, I don't need to see the reload anymore does that make sense um
0: that makes perfect sense yeah. actually um they should just have a button press right make it i mean you're making the game more arcadey anyway by doing that you might as well just go full on right
1: you don't even push a button it just does it itself you're just oh, you're, really? you're just shooting and all of a sudden you're watching the thing reload yeah. itself just kind that of that was weird. the one
2: thing that that's one thing that i really didn't like about the playstation version is of course with the end controller you can't you can't manual reload you have no choice you can turn it off, so where it's—it's. It's, I think you can turn it off to where it's nothing, but otherwise you're just using one of the um, one of the directional buttons on the back. I think it's the O button, the, the circle button, um, you know, on the back of the controller to to reload. But the reload, when you do it, it seems so slow. Like when you manually reload in the Quest or the, or the Rift version, you can do it as fast as your hand can do it. When you're just a button press, it's like. Forever put in, and what you got to do is to to reload the whole thing. You have to actually hold it down for like a couple of seconds to actually put a clip in. That's how you change a clip. Mm. Um, and you, you hit you you hit it quickly just to um to to take the bolt out and put the bolt back in, or you have to hold it down to change the clip, and it just feels like forever.
1: But you don't have to you're, you don't have to do anything though. It's nice. You just relax, sit back, relax, just chill. Um, I. I you know, I think meow, meow, the gamer cat uh, is a, is has a good point. And Wes and I are always saying this. It's it's great that it's an option auto-reload. What do you guys think about the fact that some people have asked for, um, and I agree with it, a, uh, a stability. Like some not everybody has stable hands. So like a, a, some kind of a button or a thing that you can turn on that ha- stabilizes your shots a little bit better for people that have yeah. really shaky hands
0: well in my um experience uh that's what the focus function does when you when you pull that left trigger things get fairly stable even if you're not uh, using a scoped weapon um now that said i'm not the shakiest person in the world i think what you're referring to here was somebody who has excessive shaky hands um well have you ever seen somebody
1: when they like they put their hand out like look at my hand it's pretty much stable but there's people's hands that are like they cannot put their hand out straight and and then you put this that they're they're just the jitter enough there was quite a few comments that i saw in the uh, reviews of people asking for it that are just saying look man i i know not everybody's this way but um i just want something to stabilize it uh just an option that that gives you extra stabilization for people that maybe they're older or, or whatever um there uh, michael j fox wants to play the game i'm not going to hold it against him you know i so.
0: think uh i think that would probably be a good feature to integrate into the easy difficulty level uh maybe, maybe have uh some more auto stabilization on the guns eric oh. what do you think
2: gt's saying in the chat that um there's a um a uh, scope smoothing for shaky hands oh, in the uh, please,
1: please gt come on you know all the he's got all the answers damn it i didn't know that that's actually good well nobody said that in the comments maybe they added that or actually uh i'll have to check that out my hands are pretty stable though
0: so says so. so the gt coming through with the knowledge that there actually is this feature through.
1: he always comes there. through with the knowledge
0: and uh, yeah. gt uh also uh in the chat says um and i lost it here pistol reloading is bad you can't two-hand it shotgun reloading is poor i like the machine gun personally but there's only so much they would listen to from me uh the good thing is is that every bit of feedback i gave has been mentioned Mm. by other players which pleases me that is good so uh gamertag doing his part to mold this game into what it is today and um uh you know uh, a game that i'm i'm rather enjoying i again something that i'm finding to be uh at least seemingly it's going to be infinitely replayable for me like especially if they rebalance the uh the point system with the other weapons uh i could see myself going back in and just playing this thing over and over and over again forever
1: let me ask you this wes what does your daughter think of it she's had to have tried this by now right
0: she has not tried it she watched me play a little bit today though and uh, she thinks it looks cool
1: oh wow that's crazy man.
0: she saw that that x-ray cam which you know masher said that uh, he didn't turn his down uh, i turned mine up did you adjust the uh the frequency of the x-ray cam i don't, turned it well, on I mean...
1: but i don't think i turned it up i saw that you could turn it up
0: i saw a lot of people complaining
1: they
2: were like i don't you know i, I played it you know they're like "Oh, i played it for 20 minutes with it on and i'm like i don't need it anymore i turned it off i, was like, I think it's one of the better parts of the game
0: yeah, it it allows you to regroup and get ready for um the next shot. Yeah, yeah, the next shot. So yeah, plus really who
1: doesn't want but... to see somebody's jaw explode, right? Like especially if you're responsible for it. I mean, that just makes you feel cozy and good. I think. Yeah.
0: You know Absolutely. me, I like shooting people in the face. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love it, man. I love uh, uh like I, I'm I've at this point I've seen hundreds of these kill cams going through skulls. still not old yet like it's just uh it's nice to sit back and admire your work
1: well you know what uh it's funny mash you say that about you love to shoot people in the face you know who loves to be shot in the face (laughs) my
0: mom
1: oh yeah she does she's busy tonight (laughs) she's very busy
0: uh anyway let's let's talk a little bit about the uh the different platforms uh and the differences in the game on each platform uh, I'd like to note really quickly that I, I'm uh, approaching this game as someone who's new to the series. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Roots can say the same thing, that he's never played any of these Sniper Elite games before. Uh, and I think it's important to note whether or not we had, because typically when people are fan uh, are fans of a series and they go into a game, they, they generally carry with them some sorts of expectations mm-hmm. and and particularly with vr games games can be different and sometimes it doesn't always resonate with longtime fans um eric uh, do you have any kind of history with sniper elite i
2: don't i mean i, I maybe played a couple of the, the early ones but i mean nothing nothing major i mean i know there's some guys out there that that followed this whole series like will razza it was one of his favorite games but I just never got into it flat um but i'm enjoying the heck out of it in vr i can tell you
0: that yeah yeah i'm enjoying it as well i enjoyed it both on the pc version as well as the um the standalone quest version and on oculus quest 2 again the only difference i saw uh was graphically and it wasn't like a night and day difference i mean i mean it's very noticeable right you go you play it on uh quest for a while and you think that you know it 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 doesn't look very different from pc until you go back to the pc and then you see oh this is a really beautiful game um you know i wouldn't put it on level with something like asgard's wrath or or half-life alex but uh it's on a tier just under that in my opinion with regards to the pc version uh roots what did you think about this game graphically on pc
1: i think it looked amazing it made you know what as was as my biggest thing that keeps going through my head is what the hell is the difference between this and Medal of honor? Like why is Medal of honor hundred and however many gigs this game is only what? Eight gigs or something, or I don't even know. It's not that many gigs, but it looks phenomenal. It looks really good. So I don't know. I don't know what that game, that other game, what, I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what's going on or where all these gigs went. Um, <laughs> I feel like we got bamboozled, bro. Like it's it's very baffling to me cuz I thought it looked really good.
0: Yeah, it is interesting because this game is strimmer is structured very similarly to uh Metal of Honor. A lot of the stuff Metal of Honor tried to do Sniper Elite does as well. Only where it was a, a, a you know, a negative thing uh done poorly in Medal of Honor, it was done much better in in Sniper Elite. Um now with that said, obviously uh there could have been a little more continuity to the game with regards to the story. Uh, but still it's not choppy and, and broken on the level of Medal of Honor. Um, Eric, I believe you said that your favorite version of this game was on PlayStation. Is that correct? It is hundred percent. A- any particular reason for that?
2: It's the aim controller, you know, because I mean, graphics wise, it's, it's pretty much the it's pretty much the quest version on, on PlayStation, except it's blurrier, you know, and that's just because right. of the headset. It's not because of the it's not anything to do with the software. That's all the it's all the, the you know the, the headset itself. Um, otherwise besides that it looks exactly the same. But the aim controller makes the game hundred percent more enjoyable. The only thing you miss is the is the reload. You know what I mean? If I could take the two, if I could take the quest. And give and put an aim controller on the Quest and figure out some way to reload. It'd be it would be one of the my top five games because the aim controller just makes this game. Any shakiness that you might feel is gone with the aim controller. And and I tried with um with the Stan Locke Gunstock. I tried it on the Quest. Horrible. It's just not the same. It's not the same. You know, and you know, I I was not like you know everybody was like before I got my PS Five um, the PSVR. Everybody was like, yeah, the aim controller is great. I was like, okay, it looks kind of hokey. It doesn't look like a gun. It looks weird. Um, I'm telling you, this thing amazes me. It it just amazes me what how it makes games better. Um with the aim controller, it just does. I mean, otherwise, I would say the Quest version, you know, hands down is probably the best version, but with the aim controller, for me, uh, I'll be going back to the PlayStation more than I will the Quest.
0: That that is amazing to me, and I think that it's a lesson to be learned here from for for other Perspective uh, PSVR uh, owners, you know, there's a lot that Mm -hmm. people have said uh, about the PlayStation VR's uh, tracking uh, system, and and, uh, you know, the the aim controller specifically with regards to uh, accuracy and drift. Uh, We have here we have Eric, who's someone who's a very uh, a fairly new PSVR user, telling you that the most stability. That he experienced in any version of this game was on PlayStation VR. And I think that that uh, not only says a lot about the aim controller in the PlayStation VR, but it says a lot about the developer as well. And it goes to show that they did their work and they put their time into developing the PSVR version.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. My thing is, I don't care about reloading either way. So I wouldn't mind uh, doing it. I know that, that that seems weird to people. I just, my thing is, I. I got to reload after every bullet. Like talk about unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. I went back to World War ii and this is this is the way it was back then. Um I just don't like. I don't like reload. It's just too much. Now, let me ask you this. Did anybody have any problems with putting their weapons on their shoulders, like the belt fucking turning and and I'm like, I'm trying to put this thing on my shoulder over and over again. I ended up dropping it because I'm like getting shot. The main thing is, is I was trying to switch to a different gun, and at some point I just had to say, "Okay, I can't, I can't. I'm getting killed right now. I need to grab my other gun." Um, so I and it's I just and it seemed like it was. I started figuring out that my belt was turning or something weird was going on. I don't know. Maybe it was just me.
2: Yeah, it was you. I mean, and that's that's where you start to get into some of the downfalls of this game. Because it's got some technical issues. I mean, it, it does. I mean, every time I go to grab the one, the, the buttstock of the gun, I'm grabbing my pistol, by mistake. Or every time I'm trying to go grab uh, some ammo out of my belt, I'm grabbing I'm grabbing a grenade. You know, or, or I, yeah, you're right. You try and put one weapon on your shoulder, and it just drops off your back, and you lose your weapon. You know what I mean? It happens all the time. And it's just small stuff that... I mean it's easy fix hopefully they'll fix it but yeah i mean there's definitely some little stuff that just drives you nuts
1: i think they just need a bigger box right like when you go to put it on there instead of this small little area it needs to be a little bit bigger you do have the vibration um right. it's just there was times i was putting it up there and there was nothing and i had to like spin my body a little bit to get it to register um and that's when i figured it out and i could start doing it but it's frustrating when you're dying and you're trying to switch stuff and you can't switch and i imagine somebody like just coming into vr that isn't as seasoned as me getting frustrated from it so yeah.
0: uh i had a little bit of issues uh with the submachine gun the, the secondary weapon slot mm. over the left shoulder uh, didn't always want to register uh but besides that I, I had a fairly easy time with with everything else um interested to know whether you guys played this game uh typically sitting or or standing
1: i started sitting and then i realized i need to stand because i need to be able to duck behind stuff because i didn't know about the duck button and um (laughs) i guarantee i would have sat the entire time because i enjoyed sitting down it was there was no difference that was one thing i noticed too this game it really really wants to make sure your height is recalibrated correctly because you do anything and it's like it's trying to reset it, which is good because it wants you at that right level. Um, but uh, um, so there's no really no downfall not to to sitting down that I found anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah I played yeah. I, I played the PS the the PlayStation standing just because with a camera it's mm. you kind of with the camera and the aim controller it's tough to sit and play it. But the actually the other two I sat in my uh, in my computer chair and played it.
0: Yeah, I kind of felt like that was uh, an advantage with regards to the placement of your belt and your holsters and stuff. Because if you're sitting, uh, typically things don't move and you can get used to where things are at. And even if it is a little janky at first, you kind of get used to it and uh, develop habits that that work around the jank. Um, So, yeah, I I played seated 95% of the time. I played a little bit of standing at first but when i realized that this game can be played comfortably seated uh i've i've been seated ever since
1: yeah wolveraza yeah. says he sits for it. He's, he's play he when he goes in it's a marathon bro and this is the his favorite game and uh he, i guess imagine you just get sucked in like his is was his favorite flat game so that that's i cuz i came at it from like uh um, you and Mash. I i never played this game series at all, or not much of it, I don't remember. So I don't have any any childhood memories or any nostalgia to it. So
0: Yeah. I think that that's a good thing with regards to uh reviewing it because again, uh when these franchises that people love so much come into VR, people who who have been longtime fans, you know, that they, they develop expectations that they're gonna get The flat game but only in vr uh but that often isn't the case um and i'm not sure if it is or isn't here with this one i haven't read enough reviews to know but what i have noticed uh is that although i would imagine that the game is very similar from platform to platform uh the review scores are not similar from platform to Mm. platform uh on oculus uh on the oculus quest it's a solid four stars out of five with 581 ratings uh on rift it's a little less than four stars it's like a 3.8 but only 42 ratings versus the 600 on the on the quest um i couldn't find the playstation vr um uh ratings for some reason it's not on the store page in the same spot it used to be but on steam uh, th- this is uh, very interesting 262 reviews um, around a 2.7 uh, typical score now uh, I haven't played the game on steam and I don't think either of you have either roots what why do you think that this game is scoring so much lower on steam than the other platforms
1: I know why it's doing it uh um I, I first off let me say how much PC VR players suck uh nobody <laughs> reviews anything dude like even on the steam dude what is going on you know what i mean quest people you got it going bro um but when i because i did i went through a lot of the reviews um uh, on both platforms and uh the biggest thing that was the and i don't know if they fixed it or not but for some reason there was something wrong with the steam version where you would be holding the gun, but the gun would be off by like five feet or it would just you would it would be off like you're not really holding it. And they said it was very difficult to snipe that way. And so everybody was really pissed about that that in the beginning. So it was like originally right off the bat it was mixed. Um, and I'm assuming that it's, it's having a hard time coming back from that. I have a hard time believing that they haven't fixed that by now. Uh, but I don't know for sure. So if anybody has played it in the Steam uh, version and knows the answer to that question, I would appreciate the answer. But that's that's what my assumption is, is is it was it was all about how the guns were, were jacked off um, to the side. So.
0: Uh, you know who loves it uh, to, to jack it <laughs> off to the side?
1: <laughs> my mom! Oh, yeah. Well, as soon as I soon as that that said that, I was, I, was I was like, oh, I hope he gets that, because it was like, <laughs> just like, here, let me i didn't even mean it either I just kind of yeah
2: it's gold jerry
0: gold uh, eric do you think it's possible um that what we were talking about a moment ago might be a little bit at play here where on the oculus uh platform you're going to have people who typically are uh you know vr gamers at heart whereas on steam uh there's a lot more of a mix people uh, are a lot more likely to have played the earlier versions of the game on if if they've played the earlier versions of the game, they're a lot more likely to have picked this game up on Steam because that's where all their other ones are at. Yeah. Uh, do, you th- do you think you think any of that's at play here?
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely. And I, I think with with the Quest, there's so such a varied audience. There's so many, you know, people playing the Quest that you're going to get, and, and a lot of them are, are new to VR or fairly new to VR, so they don't they're not as they're not as critical as some with some of these games. They're seeing this game, they're like, "This is amazing." playing you know sniper elite in vr that's amazing or somebody who's been in vr who's a PC VR player who's been in vr for three years for four years is like i've been there i've done that there's tons of jank you know the weapon doesn't line up with my body um you know the graphics aren't that great you know and they're just going to find stuff to complain about it. they always do it and, and some of it's justified i'm not saying it's not but and steam vr is like impossible to come back from a from a bad rating in the beginning it's like once you get that you're pretty much shot because again there's not enough people out there rating it number one so if you only have 42 ratings and you get half of those people don't like it or give it a bad rating you're pretty much shot where on the quest you can if you get 500 ratings you can have 25 percent of those be bad and still get a great rating because you have so many of them
0: right yeah i think i think the number of the sheer number of reviews not only on this game but any cross-platform game uh on Quest versus the other platforms, the numbers uh, I think are uh, a bit of a revelation as to just how many people are playing on Oculus Quest now. It's a it's an obscene number of people if you uh, you know if you if you use the ratios and and kind of uh, you know estimate from from that. Uh, there's a lot of people playing on Quest. Thirty percent now of the that. Steam VR hardware survey. Uh thirty percent of all VR headsets on Steam VR now are Quest two.
1: It just uh, it made it made PC VR affordable. You know, everybody thinks about the ease of the Quest 2 and 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 everything else, but there was a lot of people out there that had capable computers that just weren't gonna shell out for a, a PC VR and they got, you know, got three hundred dollars is a no brainer. Um, or they got it and then figured out, oh shit, I can use this with my computer. So I mean it's a it's a it's a double edged thing um gamertag said something uh up here he, the steam version for some reason um is different at launch than the oculus version was, which he says he's never seen before, um uh, which is kind of weird, right?
0: yeah, yeah, a, a little bit weird uh obviously, um you know th- there are some technical differences uh to the platform on Steam uh but typically when you have these kind of cross platform games. Uh, they'll offer both the Oculus SDK and the Steam VR SDK on Steam. Uh, I'd be interested to know if that is uh, indeed the case here, uh, because I haven't heard one way or the other.
1: Yeah, me neither, and uh, I agree. They should be standard.
0: Uh, Delirium Drew in the chat says, "Steam VR players are the elitist of VR. You're going to get critical reviews there." Fuck uh, them. I I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I agree wholeheartedly with that. Um, the, the master race can be brutal especially on steam scion um so gamertag vr in the chat says lots of people have gone back to rift s after using quest 2 and link due to performance now that that is an interesting comment uh because i did have some issues with link playing this game i played with wired link and mm. a good solid connection um uh but i did have a handful of times uh, not not the, that the performance of the game was bad that that wasn't the case but i did have uh, uh five or six times where the the uh link would drop
1: hmm. and
0: i would lose connection with my computer uh it was easy enough to fix you know i would just have to reconnect and i would get right back into playing right where i picked a, uh right where i left off um did either of you guys play with wired link and if so did you have any issue with it
1: eric did I did. I, you use yeah. the wired link right
2: yeah, I did. I tried I tried Airlink um and I tried wired link. Airlink was a little janky. Um I usually have a really good good uh, a good you know setup with air with airlink. I usually never have any problem. It was a little laggy. I had some stutter. Um so I went I went right back to the link and I didn't have any issues with the link cable at all. Well you know what's
1: <clears> weird that
2: white line. I keep getting that white line Yeah,
1: that's what right I was gonna so say. Out. Um first off, you know what's weird? is i did use air link that's pretty much all i use anymore when i use pcvr and i had no jank whatsoever so that's a different story for all three of us and <laughs> what um i want i'm question, i'm curious with you Wes, because eric was telling me a while back we were playing uh i think it was demio and he yeah. said he had this white line across the thing and i was giving him a hard time and and whatever um and uh, he was saying i don't know man he restarted this thing and then um I got the the line, and it turned out it's there's something with the uh, the wired link that will make the bottom half of your screen kind of faded, and you have to restart it or reconnect. Um, and it's only on the link cable, and it's only happened to me ever, and Eric as well. So I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if you've ever seen that or not.
0: Happened to radio run too,
1: and radio run. So that's three of us.
0: Yeah, no, I've never seen anything like that. Um. That's weird. Now, I guess it's it's notable that I, I I'm not using the uh the official Oculus Link cable, Ooh. but rather I'm oh, using uh, the the anchor cable in tandem with a, a, an amplified extension. So I have an extension cable that comes that connects to my PC, hmm. but the cable also plugs into the wall and amplifies the signal. Okay. Um. So I might it might be a little bit of a different experience for me based on that amplified cable
1: okay uh lincoln clay throwing the fiber out there says sniper leap vr has four and a half stars on playstation although there's only 14 ratings wow. What? Well, that, that is crazy is... dude you know you 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 uh game cats go rate this man <laughs> so
0: well, I... the community I... needs to rate this game right well mm-hmm. since they they changed the playstation ui not only in the console but on on the website, uh, it's I would imagine it's not the easiest thing to to figure out how to do is leave mm. a review anymore. It's certainly not obvious anymore.
1: What a bummer! Well, like I couldn't you.
0: even find the 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 ratings on the website at all.
1: Well, the good news is they don't uh, rely on it for uh, sales
0: at all, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, anyway, um, one other thing I wanted to touch on before we wrap it up here. Uh, Was the scenery in in the game Uh, another aspect of the game that I wasn't particularly expecting, but really ended up being impressed with some of the scenery in the game? You know, I've I've spoken before on this channel about how one of my favorite things to do in VR is to time travel, and uh, this game puts you right in uh, the middle of nineteen forties Italy, and I really enjoyed uh, all of the old architecture, the old Uh, technology and automobiles and not only that but some of the scenery the the nature scenery on these coastlines and things was absolutely beautiful uh in pc even uh even with the uh the wired link um eric were were you as awe-inspired as as i was at some of these beautiful vistas that uh, they put in this game
2: yeah, definitely. I mean, even <clears throat> especially in the first couple of scenes where you're like, you're almost in a castle or, or like a, a walled courtyard, um, some of the architecture in there was awesome, amazing. Um, you know, definitely uh, what you're talking about, like there's some later missions where you're um, you're like in the woods going to protect a down plane and uh, some of the environments there were really, really cool looking. And you know what was great, too, was the audio. I mean, the audio was fantastic. I mean, spatial audio where you were hearing voices from over here and then voices from over here. And, you know, just, you know, hearing the German soldiers yelling. You knew somebody was around the corner. You knew somebody was close. The gunshots, all that, all that uh, sound and the visuals just added to the, to the environment of the game. It was really, really well done.
0: Yeah, the uh, the audio is integral uh, to some of these uh, stealth levels, right? You, you you need to know where the enemy is at in order to make informed decisions as you make your way through it. And um, I know early on uh, the, the early stealth levels, I, I really didn't have much luck with. And I and I saw Delirium Drew in chat earlier saying that he didn't, he doesn't like how the stealth is in the game, but he hasn't gone very far in the mm. game yet either. Uh, as you play later in the game there are levels dedicated to stealth and it works much better in those levels uh, well it's I-
1: cool that it's a stealth game at the same time and i think that you know what i mean you don't have to play it that way i mean you can just run out there and all of a sudden they see you and you know what i mean but it's nice to be able to all the you see that there's a you've been noticed you can duck real quick and get in if you're quick but it's not that much time, really. You know, I mean, it's pretty damn fast. All of a sudden, they're yelling and pissed off and shooting at you and stuff. And I was just trying to go get a cup of coffee. I don't know what the problem is, With
0: uh, regards to the stealth levels specifically, I, I thought it was clever uh, the way that they integrated that mechanic of, of sound cover. Hmm. So you, the yeah, periodically, cool. you'll have uh, some shells going off or some airplanes going over and it'll tell you on your on-screen hud that uh that your sound is is covered at that moment so you're able to actually shoot a non silenced weapon without being detected Uh, i've never experienced that in the game before and i found it to be rather uh clever um uh, roots did you and i i know you just said that uh that you'd like the stealth aspects of the game but with specifically to the sound cover have you ever experienced anything like that before in any other game
1: no and i saw it i saw it pop up and i didn't even think to shoot so you know to to try to cover it's kind of like you know and what was that uh shawshank redemption you know what i mean or wait until the thunder to smash the pipe you know what i mean like you, you kind of need to stay stealth I was all over the place, bro. I don't think there was five seconds where they didn't know where the hell I was and they were trying to kill me. Um, I I needed, I liked the stealth aspect and there was times when I, I would get sighted and I would d- duck real quick back in. Um, I just liked the fact that it was like, uh, it, there's so many stealth games. I don't feel like you need to go stealth. This one, man, like if you're not stealth, dude, they're gonna kill you. They're shooting at least on the level I was playing at they were crack shots bro like and i'm getting shot now granted you could step behind something and gain your health back but um if you just stood out in the open it doesn't take five seconds and you're dead so you kind of have to really really do um i felt like i was playing Returnal all over again except for i didn't have my dash
0: no. And, uh, th- did you try to uh play the game at all on the hardest difficulty setting? no
1: fuck no man i can't even imagine how hard that did you try it you must have tried that
0: uh, i did eric did you try it on the hardest no way, setting? No way. <laughs> it is friggin impossible now with that said uh it was only like the second or third time that i had ever played the game when i moved it up to hard But it was so easy on normal, I thought, well, let's see what it's like on hard. Maybe Mm. I'll just play through it on hard. Nope, nope. Like shots that you're sure are lined up perfectly, somehow miss. And I don't understand it. I don't know why. Uh, But with that said as well, that was before I learned about focus. Mm. So it may be a little bit easier uh, if you're using the focus ability.
1: They call that the Wolveraza level. (laughs) <laughs> you've got to be will skill to be able to pass that sucker
0: uh delirium drew vr in chat my experience with air link sort of starts and ends with beat Saber, though link typically is the best performance but not the best graphics um i have no experience my experience with link is that it won't find my computer and i even did a factory reset a couple of days ago on my quest made sure it was set up the way it needed to be set up mm specifically and it still won't find my computer that's
1: weird i wonder if it's i mean I, I don't know i mean this is the thing is like everybody swears that there's no difference between wi-fi six maybe it's just a it's a some i don't know maybe it's just not finding your router there's got to be something something's not right right
0: well i mean it's uh it's it's connecting to the router because it has internet but it's just it's not finding the uh the computer mm. uh I, one thing someone suggested a while back that i haven't tried yet is changing the channel in my router uh because apparently some channels are, are less compatible mm. with airlink than others uh i think maybe that might be the next thing i look at if i cared enough to uh, tinker with it which thus far i haven't really cared enough to uh, put any time in well i'll tell
1: you what like i said even when i hook up and this is how i usually play pc vr i play it and this is going to drive people like wolfrazor crazy um I play it wirelessly, AirLink, but then I connect the uh, cable to my block for the power. So I'm still connected to the cable. It's just not. It's I find the AirLink a better stable connection than the 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 other link. Um, and uh, I mean, I can still go wireless, and I do if I want to get up and move around. I got my battery, but if I'm sitting here in my chair, what does it matter if I've got a cable going down my arm? I what i don't understand the that you know what i mean like i've got to be fully wireless in my chair but i'm not getting up and moving there's no there's no reason to be wireless it's just bizarre right,
0: right. uh delirium drew vr in chat you have to set beta settings in oculus pc app to airlink on every time yeah i know i i did that it isn't the setup it's set up correctly mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's just not working um Pebbling man three seven seven five. Hold your breath in real life, Wes. Yes, uh th- this is something that I've practiced since my very first uh, gameplay session in this game, and the reason why is I've many times shotguns in real life, and this is something you do when you're shooting a real gun. You you aim, you hold your breath, and you squeeze the trigger. You don't pull it. You squeeze the trigger, and uh, yeah, I'm using my my real life shooting mechanics. In this game, uh, and I think it's a compliment to this game that I feel like I have to do stuff like that. Uh, it just goes to show you how well they did the uh, gunplay with regards to sniping.
1: Uh, Space Dennison says, I've been rocking VD lately. It's great. You know who else um, has been rocking VD? <laughs> My mom! <laughs> well, she well, gets around. I told her far. to stop. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So, uh, I think we've pretty thoroughly turned this one over. Uh, I think it's pretty clear where I stand on this game. I'm loving it. Like, um, a lot of the problems that other people are siding with that I haven't had problems with. There are a few, uh, issues. Uh, again, I I feel like the, uh, the point system for the non-scoped weapons and the close range weapons really, really could use, uh, some rebalancing, uh i did have a little bit of jank with regards to the uh to the uh the holster system and, and things like that um there was something else that uh, i had a moment ago and i lost it there was something else that uh i feel this game could have done better and i lost it mm. uh, oh. anyway well, while i'm trying to uh to to recover this memory um roots really quickly uh 30 bucks yeah or no
1: well, I think it's worth thirty bucks. I mean, it's definitely. Uh, I this is what I was saying in the in the Discord because people were saying, uh, you know, that um, I said that it wasn't worth thirty bucks. No, I I was worried about some of the reviews. I I mean, the the reason why Medal of Honor was such a oh, like what the hell, it was sixty dollars, dude. If it had dropped at thirty bucks, I would have said it was worth it, and it was way ja jank- and still is way jankier than this game. This game actually pulls you through it it, even though it's separated in each individual thing it's still um definitely worth $30 yeah and
0: uh the uh the difference between pc and um and quest 2 fairly minimal right it's a recommend on either either of those platforms
1: yeah i don't think you're and you get both of them i don't think you're going to miss anything on the quest version that you don't get on the pc vr version uh the gameplay is exactly the same and the uh, graphically the uh um it looks amazing that's like i said i still don't know why medal of honor was so huge in size you know what i mean i don't get it
0: yeah um you know i still can't remember the the one criticism that i forgot but i I remembered another one while i was trying to think of it uh the way the loadout's set up it's a bit of a pain in the ass uh to uh change your loadout uh eric do you think uh It would have made a lot more sense to make uh, your loadout something that you can change from the pause menu.
2: Yeah, just do it in the screen. I mean, they try and do it with these baskets. You got to grab the gun. You throw the gun in the basket, and that's your loadout. I mean, just do it in the screen. and You should be able to do it before every level. You know what I mean? I mean, just have a screen before every level, quick screen or a pause screen or whatever it is. You can pick your loadout. I mean, I know they're going to want you to have certain guns for certain levels, but
1: why can't you just do something like um returnal does or any game like that or even orbis vr where you've got a model of your guy and you drag which guns you want on there and you hit save? like eric said like why do i have to throw it in a basket why does that have to be made into vr just give me a fucking menu let me switch it and go yeah
0: I remembered I remembered my other criticism uh, of the game now and it's with regards to the uh, stealth aspects of the game Rich, you'll you remember back when um, we we reviewed uh, aspire One, one of our main criticisms of that game was uh, that you could kill a man and they'll drop the alert in thirty mm-hmm. seconds. They do exactly the same thing in this game like you would think, that when you saw your 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 colleague on the ground dead that would be endless alert until we find the perpetrator uh but it's not the case here it makes no sense
1: i could even see it to be where like if and this would make sense like anybody that's on the screen anybody that could have seen it you know like if you've killed the last guy and there's nobody around there doesn't need to be 10 more guys around the corner that come running out. But if there's like three or four people like that, or like Wes said, if if I'm standing there and I look over and Wes's head explodes, and then the guy, the gunner runs around the corner and then I just go back to standing there smoking a cigarette, like what, what, what is going on, dude? Your buddy just got his head blown off, bro. That's his hearted, bro. Or I just didn't <laughs> like know, I- that guy. I don't, I don't know i
0: assume you noticed this as well eric right these guys gave up on uh avenging their their friends fairly quickly
2: oh yeah yeah this is this is the old metal gear solid uh alert hide for two seconds and then hey everything's fine
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh so yeah eric um 30 bucks yay nay
2: 100 percent, especially if you're getting it for the playstation or if
0: oh, you're getting yeah, it for I... the quest you get
1: it for the PC VR as well it's awesome versions, yeah really yeah
0: is there enough uh difference in the uh the gameplay between the oculus version and the playstation version to merit owning both copies
2: definitely i mean if you if you have a playstation i mean i love the quest version just because i can take it wherever i want to go i'm going on vacation next week i'm gonna take my quest with me if i want to play sniper elite i can stay play sniper elite can't take my playstation with me that ain't gonna work um not not
0: not only that but i mean you're saying that the gameplay is the best with the aim controller. So there's your reason to own it on PlayStation. But you also said that, uh, it's a pretty much straight port of the quest version
1: exactly.
0: uh, to me. My favorite version has been the PC version having not played PlayStation. Uh, but it was worth it to me to, to, to cable up and and play that version just because of those beautiful vistas and things we were talking about, this is a beautiful game on PC. And uh, I think that you may be right, this may be one of those rare cases where it might actually make sense to uh, to own two copies of the game. Now obviously, most people aren't going to go drop 30 bucks twice, but uh, if you if you buy it on your favorite platform first for 30, and then say three months from now, you see this on sale for 20 bucks. Uh you might want to consider picking it up.
1: Yeah, dude, we just had a uh an infamous less seen lately gamer check come into the uh chat. How you doing, gamer check?
0: She's uh she's been hard at work. She's uh, been busy.
1: You know who has else has been busy?
0: Been busy. My
2: mom oh, yeah, she has. all night long she's been busy.
0: Anyway, it's uh it's good to see you at this late hour, Tiffany. Thanks for uh stopping by. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Delirium Drew can't wait to dance in Synth Riders after Aftershocks. Yeah man, um we we just got the uh the latest DLC from uh Synth Riders. Haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I know that there's a new experience in there. caravan uh, bounce. Yeah, that's that's my favorite thing to uh my favorite thing about Synth Riders are the experiences. So uh, I'm looking forward to checking that one out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. anyway i
0: think it's a it's a stiff recommend from all three of us here regardless of platform uh is it a perfect game by any means no no it is not there are certainly uh there's certainly room for improvement no matter which platform you're playing on but regardless of that none of it seemed to get get in the way of us having a very good time with this game and uh again with me it's uh Uh, I'm friggin' obsessed with it right now. I can't put it down. Root said it, um, he said it recently on our other channel, you know when it, or on our other show rather, you know when a game's good when you spend all day thinking about wanting to play it. Mm. And Sniper Leap for me is one of those games.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I think of everything in Returnal uh, these days. (laughs) That game is just so freaking hard. Probably the hardest game I've ever seen crazy i just
2: i just think there's just too much to play right now yeah. i got way too much to play i got my wheel i got my playstation 5 i got a sniper elite i need i need to quit my job yeah so I need yeah to quit my job. That's,
1: so, no more vacations that's is my wife watching <laughs> <laughs> yeah if she's watching uh he, he's not gonna quit his job
0: <laughs> yeah there, there's so much you know coming in vr right now it's an exciting time to be a, fee, a, a vr content creator because of all the games that are that are uh, starting to drop now. I mean, uh, and, and you know, just at any moment, the ones that don't have release dates could drop in your lap. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, any day now.
2: I mean, yeah, you know, Oculus has got something planned. They're they're gonna they're gonna hammer. They're gonna hit something they always do, and you know, with VR, it's like it just drops. It's not like PlayStation where they do you know, state of plays once a month or once for a couple of months. I mean,
0: I mean, the stuff that we know oculus is working on is incredible right. i mean with with resident evil the two ubisoft titles and lone echo 2 right i mean th- that's enough right
1: yeah short circuit in vr
0: 25, anyway 25. uh speaking of oculus exclusives sniper elite not the only thing we had time to check out this week we also carved out a little piece of time for an animated short film called madrid Noir. Uh, thank you Madrid Noir for tonight. Uh, I assume Eric as well but, uh, we this. thank you guys, I appreciate it. Uh anyway, uh, you know, we, we pride ourselves in focusing mainly on games on this channel, but it is a I must have
1: been were 10 years old when i got sent here i couldn't wait to get out there and investigate my first real case
0: or gloomy eyes or i mean we the great sea i mean we've covered a bunch of these uh in the past so when we had the opportunity to cover madrid noir um you know we, we happily accepted um roots i'll start with you i guess my my first impression of this um the one thing that i knew going into it before i even put the headset on that really endeared me to this is the length of it this is about a 40 to 45 minute uh experience and that is not typical normally of these kinds of experiences no
1: no not especially i mean uh um i and the there were i guess there was audio for a little bit there so people were uh we woke people up Wes (laughs) wake up you were asleep you were starting to fall asleep now the trailer woke you up um yeah no I this is the biggest thing and I told you and Eric this before the show whenever I go into something like this I kind of have a litmus test where I'll go in and my biggest thing is I look at through the lens of um future releases of movies cartoon movies especially Pixar or whatever and this is like the closest thing I've ever seen um to anything like that so far was uh super amazing and it's not on loop for some reason and uh but yeah i i really enjoyed um i enjoyed it it was it seemed like the acting was really good as well what do you guys think about the acting
2: yeah, I, yeah thought uh, was, I, I thought it was fantastic i thought it was really well done
0: yeah yeah i liked uh i thought the the acting was solid in it and the story in particular uh, stuck out to me as something that was fairly unique and a in a, uh, a nice a nice tell uh, from from one of these types of experiences. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so you said that there was trailer audio on when you switched to this.
1: Yes. Yeah. So the beginning of what you said was drowned out a little bit. So if you want to go over what you said.
0: Uh... Okay. Well, basically, I just wanted to thank the uh, developer uh, or the publisher, Atlas uh atlas 5 for um providing us with review access not only roots and i but eric as well we all got That's review true. copies of this and uh very much appreciate it yeah absolutely thank you uh but anyway uh yeah I, I think that the um the voice acting was solid the story was very good but i think my my favorite thing uh about madrid noir uh were the environments like uh th- this game takes you through a lot of scenes as the narrator tells the story and uh the 3 dness of it was overwhelming and uh it was just cool it was cool to uh to jump around through these various places it was a very strong sense of presence uh for me did you experience this at all roots
1: yeah yeah absolutely and what i thought was kind of cool too is um this is one of those games that uh kind of like wolves in the walls it's um it's 360 so it the things the story's moving around. You're you're one minute you're facing this way, then you're that way. So like if you stood in one direction and just watched, you're gonna miss most of what's going on because it's moving around. Uh, so I kind of thought it was kind of cool. Um, kind of brought broke up the monotony right um, of 2021 where people's attention span are not typically there anymore. So uh, yeah, that was really um, cool.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like the 360-ness of it. You're right. It's absolutely all around you. It isn't on a screen at all. Um, I started to try to uh, experience it in a chair and quickly found that I had to stand up to uh, to enjoy it, which was a bit awkward because this is um, it's interactive, right? It's not just a story playing out before your eyes, but there, uh, you interact with the environments. There are items. That you use in the game a flashlight a camera uh so you know uh having my uh, guardian turned off and then getting out of my chair and standing up uh, i found myself bumping uh, a lot of stuff trying to use the items uh eric w- would you have liked to have seen a a turn uh a turn feature enabled in this game so uh it, people who uh are are less inclined to want to stand can enjoy it the same as everyone else
2: yeah i mean i uh i I did play it mainly standing um and i did not play it but experience it but i did try sitting in my my uh, computer chair and swiveling you know spinning around It, it does work It just you're too low to grab some objects that's the problem so if they had a seated mode you could still spin around in your chair and catch all the scenes then um, you would be low enough to grab, you know, whatever you need to grab the light, the flashlight, the the camera, whatever. <clears
0: and, <clears what, <throat> and what did you, what did you think about the interactivity of this? Did it enhance your experience at all, or do you think it was more of just like a, a gimmick?
2: No, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, there was some stuff in there, and there was a few things that were like, okay, you know, that was kind of cute. But I mean, not to give too much away, but the flashlight, I thought the flashlight was really cool. I mean, you had to really look around. To find out where your next scene was with the flashlight i mean you know you were i was a couple of times i was spinning 360 was trying to figure out where stuff was with the flashlight it was just a cool mechanic i thought
0: yeah yeah i felt specifically that the the flashlight and the camera uh were the cool parts of the interactivity uh, the rest of it i, I felt like was just kind of in there for vr's sake
2: Exactly.
0: uh you know the the drawers and the desk and all this other these other items that you can interact with uh roots I, I particularly like the camera uh because the pictures that you take um they're, they're fairly significant to the story right
1: yeah yeah i felt a little guilty though Wes, i want to admit like i don't know that i should be peeping on my uncle you know what i mean like he's an adult i'm just a kid and like who am i and he is doing some shady stuff though I like the story you know it really kind of gripped you right it made you want to know what's going on next made you want to know what's going on where this guy's sneaking off to um what's happening you know clearly this girl's got dropped in his lap um it's just a really cool story definitely uh i you know worth what's the cost on this i mean i would say if if it's under 10 bucks it's worth it all day long
0: yeah, yeah, $9 exclusively on Oculus Quest for at the moment.
1: Yeah. So it's a, it, to me, it's a hands down, it's definitely worth it. And like I was telling you before, like an average movie now is about an hour and a half. It's half of a movie. Uh, we haven't had anything that's been this full of, like a full, almost like feature, right? And it, and it really did open my eyes that like you could have literally a Monsters Incorporated movie, the entire thing done in VR or whatever it is, whatever genre you want to be watch uh, an experience and this is my thing sometimes i don't want to play stuff sometimes i just want to sit and i want to watch and even like you know like even though there's some interactions with the flashlight like eric was saying it's so cool that it immerse it makes you pulls you into the story even more uh so i thought it was really cool
0: yeah uh yeah and and again the the uh the flashlight and the camera that they absolutely do that they serve to immerse you in the story that's being told, uh, by the narrator, and I think it's significant to point out that they use a narrator in this to tell the story, uh, because, you know, between the other things you interact with, besides the camera and the flashlight, and the narrator, that kind of leads me in to my only criticism, uh, of Madrid Noir, and that is the opening scene. Uh, they, they add an opening scene into Madrid Noir. Wait a minute, I'm I'm hearing something. something Somebody's weird. phone, Somebody probably Eric's
1: phone. Yeah. Okay. Uh.
0: Anyway, uh, they add uh, a scene to in the beginning of this thing to kind of um, develop a relationship between you and the narrator, and the opening scene is kind of the uh, the the, the thing that, uh, that, that sets the story up and it kind of does that, but I, I, it, it really doesn't do the best job of it. In my opinion, it doesn't really make sense if you think about it. So, uh, you're in this old abandoned apartment or house and you're packing up these boxes and you're, uh, rummaging through drawers and boxes and you're finding items that belong to the narrator's uh, uncle, the narrator being your girlfriend or whatever, someone who's there with you. Um, and she sees items, and it re- just happens to remind her of this story, the story being the story that's told through this. Uh, but, you know, and I don't want to spoil what happens in the story, but the events in the story are fairly significant, things that you would consider to be dramatic if they really happened to the girl when she was younger uh you'd think that this stuff would have came up before they ever even went to this apartment right uh rather than you find you found a bow tie oh that reminds me of my uncle who did this crazy shit when i was a little kid uh that really didn't make much sense to me it seemed a bit contrived um and i really i could have done without it
1: i think you just don't like bow ties like that's that's <laughs> what i think <laughs> but who doesn't hate bow ties right um
0: yeah that that Wee herman turned me Tug- bullshit tucker carlson such this, this asshole. is
1: this is 2021 bro get rid of the bow tie a- eric it was a little uh, weird.
0: did that did that seem weird to you at all eric that uh yeah. that she just happens to remember this well maybe i guess i i didn't think of it this way but maybe she was uh she was compartmentalizing mentally right maybe she suppressing, has suppressing memories maybe yes yeah, so i suppressing these memories and then uh, the bow tie just happened to bring it back
2: Man. yeah i i was confused as to who i was who i was to her in the first place i thought maybe it was her fiance and her, or her boyfriend or or whatever but then later you know she said she wasn't going to get married and, but you were still there so i was confused as to as to who i actually was in the story Butler,
0: um,
1: yeah, you're the Butler. Yeah. Maybe
0: you're.
2: Uh, ha- I don't know. I I don't. I never really got that part. It didn't
0: flesh that out at all. And, and again, uh, I don't want. I want to be very careful here not to yeah. spoil the story. uh But I, I found uh, the method of revelation at the end to be a little strange too, like a little far fetched. That uh that so much was left to chance by the uncle. Like, hope you find this. You know what I mean. Uh <laughs> It seems a little he, weird. To he me knew that
1: what to he that. was doing. He's very calculated, bro. <laughs> yeah, right
0: And that dog, man, that dog has the longest life of any dog I've ever well, seen.: Well,
1: not only that, but it wears glasses and a hat. so <laughs> I'm thinking maybe it's imaginary. Wait,
2: your dog doesn't wear glasses and
1: a hat. yeah, I'm weird like that, right? uh
0: anyway, uh it, you know, my criticisms are are mostly nitpicking. They didn't take away from the overall experience at all. Uh, and I found the story to be very creative, and the way that it was told to be very immersive. So I agree with Roots here. Uh, I think nine dollars is a more than fair price for this, and uh, I do recommend it for those of you who enjoy being told a story. In VR, uh, Eric, what what's your verdict with it here? I was going to ask
2: you put it up put it up against Wolves in the Walls. What do
0: you think? Uh, I think Wolves in the Walls is probably the, the Best example of this type of media uh, in VR. I, I still am a little bit partial to Wolves in the Wall.
2: I was gonna say I think the story was probably a little better in Wolves in the Wall. In the, in Wolves in the Walls in the way that it was told, and maybe your relationship with that character was maybe better. But I think the art style of this I liked better
0: than Wolves in the Walls. I I could agree with that. Yeah, you know, you know what what I liked about Wolves in the Walls was that uh, relationship and the way they establish it uh in the early act uh but yeah art art wise and, and uh sound wise i mean uh madrid noir very strong in those departments the
1: thing about yeah. wolves on the walls is they it literally was uh like the ai and stuff like if you're reading back into the backstory of it they legitimately they created that character to to draw you in like it's different than any experience i've seen as far as it really does make you feel like she's a real um you're really interacting with this real person right um just the way she moves and the way she turns with you and looks at you all of that is playing through um mm-hmm. but i would agree that, that that the sets on this are are beautiful uh, yeah. so
0: yeah i would uh, highly uh,
2: highly recommend both both of those experiences to anybody yeah. they're both i think yeah. about the same price and i think they're both 100% worth it uh,
0: i would agree with it and I, I think the the fact that we're even talking about this in the same Uh, league as wolves in the walls really should tell most people out there every excuse me everything that they need to know uh it's a it's a solid title uh and, and again unlike most of these interactive experiences you're getting your money's worth here this is a nice long story uh and it's an interesting one a unique story and it's not as obtuse as wolves in the wall like you're still trying to figure out wolves in the wall at the end uh not not a problem here they they lay it all out for you uh by the time the credits roll on this one
2: yeah i think per- perfect timing too i think the exact time it ended i was like this is perfect you know what I mean? it wasn't it didn't go on forever had a little intermission in the middle where you could take a little break and then uh it, you know when it was ready to be over i was like wow this is perfect you know what i mean it didn't it told it to, it told a story and it was ready to go and by that time you're ready to get out of vr anyway
1: now you said this is oculus exclusive right
0: uh, at the moment, it is, uh, to, to my knowledge. Now, I could be wrong about that, but it's the only place I've noticed it is on the Oculus Quest store.
1: Because I was just thinking this is, uh, and if you're the guy that uh, we deal with at Viveport Infinity is watching, this would be a perfect Viveport Infinity one, man. This is like a no-brainer because everybody wants to try some of this, but there's so many people that won't pull the trigger on a, on a experience. You know what I mean? So. I,
2: think I think it's oculus funded too it shows oculus and the uh
1: credits and everything yeah right. so it's probably not going anywhere
0: uh paradise decay joining us in chat hello pd good morning uh traveling man 3775 just think what netflix could bring us oh dude we'll get there one day we'll, we'll, we'll get there uh to the point where we'll kind of have a a netflix of immersive uh, entertainment and uh yeah i agree it might be sooner than we all think
1: they're making a move right now i just posted an article in the discord how they're making a move for gaming and for i would think for vr and uh i think it would be i predict um somebody's going to make the move if it's not xbox i mean xbox if it's not them um it'll be somebody else but netflix but it's uh for streaming PC VR, like for people that don't can't afford a gaming computer being able to to use these um these PCs VR, these PCs that are remote, right? Being able to use PC VR through your wireless connection without a computer through a, a ten dollar a month fee or whatever it is, if you could do I mean, think about that. You don't even need to own a PC anymore. You can do it remotely. Right. So
0: awesome. Awesome. Well for uh, well, over uh,
2: telltale games, the uh, Walking Dead games without can you imagine doing that? That would be perfect for this.
0: That would be absolutely well i mean like um i think uh saints and sinners is kind of a good example of that because they they play out in me they share a lot of structural similarity to the telltale games it's just uh you know they incorporate so much more on top of of that base right
1: yeah absolutely uh
0: that that's why uh saints and sinners is one of one of a handful of games in vr that has the kind of depth that that roots often talks about with the uh, flat games and how there aren't enough vr games that have that kind of depth that that uh, are, are just going on so many different levels uh saints and sinners just happens to be uh one of those masterpieces that uh really does have a lot of depth to it
1: absolutely uh pd wants to know if we've talked about the new realistic kayaking game i don't know we have not i didn't even know there was a realistic kayaking can i shoot a gun while i'm kayaking i've already done that in vr um (laughs) i didn't know there was a kayaking game
0: no we we've talked about uh vr whitewater rafting Mm. which was a uh a bit of a a clusterfuck to be honest but uh no I, i did notice your video on it but with a pretty thorough dissection of sniper elite vr and i'd be interested to know pd what you thought uh, about Sniper Elite VR, did you try it on uh, on PlayStation as well as Oculus, or or only on Oculus? And uh, what did you think about the game overall? And uh, while we wait on the latency uh, to to reach PD here, uh, I think it's going to wrap up our show for the week. Um, uh, this week, and uh, Eric, I, I guess I, I should thank you. Thanks for coming on yeah. and staying uh, like- up late to uh to help us promote these uh games
2: yeah thank you guys for having me i always yeah. have a blast hanging out
1: with you guys yeah it's almost what uh 3 a.m
0: for you guys mm-hmm. it's uh crazy, yeah 2 30 yeah. uh, so yeah eric again uh eric again is from the uh the oculus quest 2 facebook community i'll put the link for the community in the description below i'm sure most of you uh are on facebook whether you like it or not whether you like it or not you got to be right you got to be if you want to have a quest too so uh we'll uh we'll link that up in the description down below um if you guys like the video be sure to give it a thumbs up if you're new to the channel click the big red button click the bell so that you can stay up with all of our content and there's lots of good stuff coming roots i mean what do we have lined up we have synth riders lined up we have yuki lined up more things that we can't talk about yet lined up for the next week. Uh, It's going to be a busy week. You're going to want to make sure you hit that bell. Good stuff incoming. uh, I promise. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Last but not least, there is an invitation in the description below for you to join us on our discord. It's our home. It's where we live. Not only roots and I, but Eric as well, uh, as well as most of the people in chat right now. So, uh, we humbly invite you to join us in our home. That's uh, where we live, laugh, and play together. The Virtual Strangers Discord. Uh, we'll leave the light on for you.
1: Yeah, you know who else likes to come home? My mom! Oh, she loves to come home.
0: Big time. Uh, really quickly, uh, before we sign off, Paradise Decay in chat said, I tried Sniper on all platforms. I enjoyed it with the aim controller. And as a lazy person, I did not mind the auto-reload. Just uh wish the graphics look better on PSVR, maybe on PSVR too. So some mm. uh, food for thought there from uh, uh Paradise Decay. Maybe we'll get a, a newer version of this next year that's uh, just as beautiful as the PC version on PlayStation.
1: Yeah, I um I also don't care about being lazy. I I enjoy the reload. It's <laughs> my favorite.
0: All right. Well, with that mm-hmm. said, friends, we'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots and Eric, I'm Wes. We'll see you next time, friends. Bye now.
1: Ah, Take it easy.
0: See you later.